from Studio Day J&J, it's the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. And now, here's your host of the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast, Jeff Minalia. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Manalia. As always, guys, if you're listening to this, not only was it released at midnight on a Saturday, like the old days, but I am currently on my way home, unfortunately home, to from Fort Myers for a little weekend getaway with uh, my dad and um, my wife for my wife's birthday um, this weekend. Uh, that's why I'm recording this Wednesday night. Very, very, very late on a Wednesday night. It's technically, basically considered uh, Thursday morning. (laughs) Uh, I did not watch Dynamite tonight. So I don't know what's happened. Um, But we will get to more of those. We will get to what happened this week on Dynamite in the next episode. Coming on March 12th, and that is also going to be episode 30, so that means it's going to be AEW Evolution Recap episode. I decided go back to the regularly. I mean, I've been trying a lot of new things, especially in this episode, which you will see later on. But um, and I, and I also have some other ideas. But right now, I just want to stitch with a traditional uh, recap episode as the main topic. I know I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a recap podcast. I know that, but now and again, I I, I enjoy recapping certain events. Um, while others, I just, you know, give quick results for, which, uh, more on that in follow-ups, but hey, before we get into all that, as always, welcome to the show, like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. Guys, I'm at 49 likes. Please, one like away from 50, hit that like button. Is there still like buttons on Facebook? I don't know. But somehow, if there is, if one of the followers can like the page as well and not just follow it, I would appreciate it. Because I have 53 followers, but only 49 likes. It makes no sense. I don't get it. But anyway, 
Follow us on Twitter at Happy Fan Pod. And guys, I know I've been fucking up on Twitter again. I I just realizing now that I don't think I added last episode onto Twitter. So that was my bad. But follow us on there anyway. Uh, I did, however, write an updated schedule and a pinned tweet. Um, so I believe till the end of oof, end of April or end of March, I'd have to look at it again. Let me see real quick. I got my Twitter here. Um, profile. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah, so I I made a upcoming episode guide all the way up till the end of April. So up until episode thirty three uh, is um, you can see when that will be airing on the uh, pin tweets or on my Facebook page. And of course, listen and subscribe to us on the following platforms: Anchor, Breaker. DoodlePod, Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Guys, today, the main topic of discussion is a fun one. I thought it was a fun one, but it was also a listener participation uh, one as well. I will say... I got some pretty good ones, regardless of being from the same person. I did get some pretty damn good ones. Um, plus the ones I thought about myself, I think were pretty creative. And um, so I got some. So, I mean, some is better than none. So I, I consider that a uh, uh, yeah, success. I consider that a, a success. Suck. Wow, spotch, success. Jesus, I can't say success. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's just, we got, I got like at least a good uh, page and a half of uh, follow-ups, recaps, and news. So uh, let's just kick right into that segment in the, Dear, holy shit. Let's kick. Let's kick it in the deer. I'm keeping that all in. Let's keep. Holy. On to the follow up, sweet caps and news. Jesus. All right. A lot of follow up. A lot of follow up. Starting with. All right. If you saw it on my Facebook page, guys, I don't know a damn thing about the algorithms or analytics. I, I, I really don't. But what I do know is that about a month or so ago, I remember being at least around, oh, give or take 780 some plays or whatever. I looked at it a few weeks, uh, about a week or so ago. My my homepage, my intro homepage. Guys, 
because of you all, uh, my podcast has been listened to over a thousand times. I got over a thousand plus plays. A thousand sixty nine. Nice to be honest with you. <laughs> to be exact. Uh yeah, one thousand sixty nine plays, total plays uh of this pod. And for that, I am eternally great I am forever grateful. I appreciate it. I don't know if it was a spike. After my appearance on MWO Pod, I don't know if it was just in general from you know. I I don't I don't know I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, whatever happened, let's keep on going, and hopefully you keep on listening, and hopefully you keep on supporting, and I will forever be in your debt. Um, I can't thank you enough. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all so much. For getting me over a thousand plays. Now, granted, I listened back to this pod as well. So I um add on to the plays. Like I I I listened to some playback on like Spotify and stuff like that. But there's no way I I listen to it that much to it reaches a thousand, you know. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the only man listening, you know. But um so I had a, I had a hand in some of those plays, is what I'm saying. Not nearly as much as you know the total number, but yeah. Thank you, though. Seriously, uh, really mean it. Keep keep on. Let's keep on. Let's keep on spreading the happiness, guys. Keep on telling your friends about it. Keep on subscribing. Keep on listening. And hopefully uh, you're having a great time as much as I am uh, recording. Uh, as far as bonus episode pod content, we have on March the 4th. I don't know why I said it like that. But the next episode of uh, First View Friday. And guys, like I said before, I am watching WrestleMania 1. For the first time ever. Now, I know what you're thinking. How in the hell, how in the blue hell have I never seen WrestleMania 1 before? Just that I've never seen WrestleMania 1 before. I mean, I in its entirety. I've seen bits and pieces here and there of like the, the, the main event. But I never watched the entire event in its entirety, which I plan on doing um, for First View Friday for the March episode. Um, God, I hope that did take place in March, right? WrestleMania 1. Because I, I remember the days when WrestleMania was in... Um, In uh, March, when WrestleMania would take place in March. Holy crap, did you imagine?
Please be. Yes, okay, good. So it took <laughs> the brink of the end, right at the end, March 31st, 1985. Okay, so that counts. It counts for March. Thank God. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that'll be March. That'll be airing on March 4th. Um, moving right along here. I, once again, if you follow us on our socials, um, and by us, I mean me, um, I shared the uh, Major World Order vlog from Live 11. So if you ever want to know what goes on at a live show, um, I know a bunch of other shenanigans that happened. Uh, between some of the major, rest of the major marks. Uh, check out this vlog. It is very good, very well put together. Uh, Billy of the NWO, excuse me, MWO, uh, put you know, did a great job editing. Uh, I, yeah, I, I made it, I made it, uh, my MWO vlog debut. Um, I did, I sent in a few, uh, videos to be added to the vlog and it made it and, um, not to give anything away, but I, I do enjoy the way I, uh, he ended my, my part in it. I, it popped me every time I see it. It's pretty funny, but, um, but no, I, I, I appreciate it being added to it and a part of it and I love being a part of that community and so on and so forth and like I said a few in the last episode I was a guest on the Major World Order podcast a few weeks ago uh, so please if you haven't done so already go back and check that out it's on uh, the socials as well you can find it on the Facebook page and on the Twitter page. Um, fun interview with the guys. Um, which, by the way, brings me to one my uh, real quick something that I forgot to add to my notes. If you are a listener and you have a podcast, it doesn't have to be a wrestling podcast. It could be any kind of podcast. I'm a big nostalgia buff. But if it's also, you know, if you're listening to a wrestling podcast, chances are you're a wrestling fan and chances are you might have a wrestling podcast. I am taking bookings. So please DM me on my uh, social, my private social, uh, if you want me as a guest on your wrestling podcast or nostalgia related. Anything nostalgia related, I'm in. Um, give or take. The topic. I mean, there's certain things that you know I don't really follow, and there's certain things that I, of course, would be just to talk about for hours. But um, yeah, so the topic depending. But um, anyway, so last episode was about my FinFed deep dive, and I said I had these tapes that had some matches on them that I taped on my tape recorder. Unfortunately, I had not had time to listen to those tapes. So I will try maybe this weekend when I'm on my trip 
because it's like a three-hour drive, I think, to Fort Myers and back. Um, three hours there, three hours back. So, plus, I think on the way home, it'll be longer because we're stopping in Branson, Tampa to get some uh, Portillo's. So, yeah. Uh, what was I? Oh, yeah. So, maybe those... Once I listen to the tapes, I'll follow that up in episode 30 follow-up um, to see what kind of angles and stuff were going on at the time in my FidFed. Um, yeah. All right. Elimination Chamber. So I Okay. So here I know I said I wasn't going to recap. WWE stuff that much anymore. Well, except the main shows. Well, then I thought about it and I'm like, there still might be people who actually listen, you know, listen to this that watch WWE. And again, that's fine if you do. And I kind of, I mean, if they watch it, they would have seen it. So why am I? Re- just some quick results. I just because I don't know. I don't know why. I I I I, I did not see this this event, full disclosure, I've heard about some stuff, and obviously I know what happens, but I haven't seen it, so I can't really review it, but uh, Mysterio defeated Miz in the pre-show via pinfall, now apparently it's going to be the Mysterios against the Miz and Logan Paul, lovely, Uh, at WrestleMania. Reigns retained the universal title. He defeated Goldberg by submission. Bianca Belair defeated Alexa Bliss. Piper Niven refused the tall dewdrop. Liv Morgan, damn it, Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley in the elimin- in the women's elimination chamber to get a championship match at uh, WrestleMania, which makes sense if you. Will because now that means hopefully they have a longer than eight second freaking match for the women's title at WrestleMania um, between Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Um, so hopefully she retains, she she regains rather that title as well. Uh, let's see. Naomi and Ronda Rousey defeated Charlotte Flair and signed into Deville by submission. Rousey had to have one arm tied behind her back for some reason. Why am I thinking that Ronda won the match without using the one arm? She probably had them in the scissors. I don't know how. I should have read that. I should have read that in the recaps uh, and the results. How she won. Because... I do not know. Um, does it say? Let me see. Let me see real quick. Uh, one second here. One second. One second. Event. Wait. She had him in an armbar. Yeah, so she probably 
Yeah, she didn't need a. Uh, she didn't need. She only needed one arm for that for the armbar, because she used the lades probably. So yeah, that's what I figured. Because all you know, that makes sense. Oh my god. Um. Hey, so this next match, uh, McIntyre killed. I mean, defeated Mad Cat Moss by pinfall in a false turn anywhere. But God. My God, my God, I saw this. And gee, it's it's a miracle that Mad Tap's alive. Seriously. My, oh, he didn't break his damn neck. Holy shit. But um, he won with the Claymore, apparently. Becky Lynch, now I, I kind of did want to see this match. So I might, I you know, I'm not opposed to watching the pay-per-views. Like I said, I just... Don't watch Raw or SmackDown anymore. But this is a Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, so I have mixed feelings on that. But, um, yeah, Becky Lynch defeated Lita by pinfall. Uh, the Usos and the Raiders, Viking Raiders, tag team title match was no contest for some reason. I wonder why. Let me see. Does it say why? Usos attacked Viking Raiders before this. Wait, what? So they attacked him before the match. Sending a message to Viking Raiders and the SmackDown. So there was no match because they attacked him before the match. What the fuck? Whatever. Anyway, and then, of course, in the main event, Lashley defended the title and lost the title to uh, Lesnar. And Lesnar defeated Lashley, Styles, Theory, Riddle, and Rollins to win the title. In the now, guys, I get it. He's 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 a face now. Apparently, he's he's Cowboy Brock Lesnar. Holy shit! But um, and now we the title versus title. You would think they would make Reigns win. You you would think. But I have a bad feeling that it's going to be like double DQ or something that nobody wins. I don't know. I have a bad feeling in my gut that someone's going to get disappointed. Or I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but We'll get into WrestleMania talk later because uh, there's it's someone mentions it in the three count Q and A. Um, so that's that. On the flip side, AW Revolution. So I don't have, like I said, I didn't watch Dynamite tonight, so I don't know if anything's been added or anything like that, or what you know. But but the card so far. Looks like this. It's the face of the Revolution ladder match. Uh, you know, Keith Lee versus Wardlow versus Will Hobbs. Three massive beefy men in a fucking ladder match. Holy shit. Uh, facing three guys that have not yet been announced yet or determined yet. 
You got Jurassic Express in a three-way tag title match facing two winners of two battle royals. Is that what I'm getting at? I think that's what they they said last time on Dynamite. Uh, so I guess one of them's this week, and then the other is going to be maybe next week, I would imagine. Um, CM Punk versus MJF. And a dog collar match. Last week, Punk gave a badass promo talking about Piper. You know, he's how MJF's like, you know, Piper in Portland or something like that. And then he ended the promo with taking out a dog chain out of a box and asking MJF to be his valentine. As in Dread Valentine, because it was Piper versus Valentine. It was a bloody dog collar match. The most infamous one known to uh, to man. And so that looks to be on. Official. So MJF versus uh, uh, CM Punk in a dog collar match. Britt Baker defends the title against Thunder Rosa. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kinston. That'll be a hell of a match as well. And for the AW World title, you got Hayman Adam Page defending against Adam Cole, baby. What a card. And possibly you got John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. So who knows? Uh, it looks to be a solid card. Uh, in AEW. Big news, however. Uh, shocking news, to be honest with you. Cody Rhodes and Brandy no longer with AEW. Now, I'm not one to believe the dirt sheets or to, to follow like people... People, I I hear people been saying, oh, this is a work. They're going to go to WWE. Some people are saying they're going to go to WWE. Some people are saying this is a work. This is they're going to come back. Yeah, I don't know what to think, to be honest with you. I, I'm just as shocked as everyone else about this. Um, very shocking development. If this is all storyline somehow, it'll be pretty damn great because they got us all. If it truly is that Cody will be signing with (coughs) WWE again, interesting. Um, I don't know. Maybe he'll go to NWA try to win the 10 pounds of gold for Matt Cardona because uh, Matt Cardona is your new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. If you told me 10 years ago that Matt Cardona would eventually become the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, no way in hell would I have believed you. But he did it, and he is a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, 
And this past Friday, well, technically it's coming up, but by the time you listen to this, it, it already passed. Uh, GCW event. Which event? Damn it. GCW. Um, on one second. Come on. What's it called? Damn it. Welcome to Heartbreak, February 25th in Los Angeles. Um, you got Matt Cardona and Brian Myers going up against Joey Janela and Sean Waltman. That's going to be a banger of a match. Um, I, if I get it, I will review it in the next episode. If I don't get it, I will just read the results from it. Still debating whether I should do it or not. I, I probably will, most likely, but uh, I don't know. All right. All I got left is guys. So, episode 30 falls on March 12th. But there is something else happening on March 12th. That. I will have to record the pod early again. What's that, you ask? Well, if you heard the trailer for it yesterday, once again, I'm I'm speaking in terms of this is today's Saturday. You heard you're listening to this on Saturday, and I posted the trailer for it. Friday, the 25th. But in case for some reason you didn't listen to that trailer, I will play it for you right now. Because coming in less than two weeks, I give to you Broad Trip 2022. Check it out. For the first time ever in their entire brotherhood. The Manalia brothers hit the road on their way to a DPW event in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Just the two of them. No wife. No girlfriend. Just bros.
three days. genius <laughs> I don't know I just it just it just hit me the other day while I was at work I'm like oh my god why don't we call this road trip you know like road trip but it's with two brothers so it's the road trip and the 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 uh picture i made for it is even more ridiculous but honestly it pops me man it really does uh so yeah my brother and i for the first time ever going on a road trip together just the two of us we, we've never been on like a trip like this before um which just the two of us it's usually with our parents or with you know my wife or you know her is his girlfriend but um yeah it's, it's just gonna be the two of us we're going to check out the set of the next set of dpw uh deadlock pro wrestling tapings in jacksonville north carolina which brings me to episode 31 will be all about that road, that road trip. Excuse me. Um, gonna get my brother on the pod again that week. So uh, it's had some hilarious moments because I'm pretty sure you know you know how you know how he is from that last episode that he was on, which was the uh, Survivor Series one. Holy shit, Roddy 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 Garvin. Uh, but yeah, I, I am stoked. I, I, I'm seriously stoked for this trip. I'm seriously stoked to go on this trip. I'm seriously stoked to see some amazing action, wrestling action, because we got front row. We got front row. So most likely you will see us on the, uh, next set of tapings. If you watch, uh, basically how. What we'll probably don't do, we're not going to give away results because we don't want to spoil anything for what's to come. But we will say maybe what the matches were and what our thoughts about them were and um, just how our experience and how our road trip was going or went, rather, you know. So we might stop along the way, do a few, like, fit hunts or something like that. I don't know. We shall see where the road takes us i am excited um 
but that's in two weeks. So, yeah. All right. Up next, let's go over the top. Over the Top is the segment where you, the listener, send me, the host, a category and a number of said category, and I go over the top list of whatever category you give me. For example, you give me top five finishers, I'll list off my top five finishers. As I am powering through, it is late. I need some sleep to get up early tomorrow. Might as well just sleep in the car. Probably don't get a video on it on my personal Facebook. But anyway, <laughs> um, because I'm known for that. Over the top this week is from a new listener or a new uh, person. So just so you know, I share the post. On the Facebook group, on the Facebook page, rather, on the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast Facebook page. And the only other wrestling group I'm in is the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast group. So I shared it there. And someone gave a suggestion, pretty good suggestion. I don't think I've ever done this one yet. Um, my top five favorite masked gimmicks, or masked wrestlers, in other words. So, this, okay, so here's the thing. I This is also a perfect opportunity for me to do another plug. Well, not a plug, but to mention, an honorable mention, uh, for my favorite mass wrestlers, would be my uncle. Um, if you did not listen to MWO, I highly suggest you did, you do. Um, I do, I, I dude, I did mention, (laughs) that's a bad, I did mention in it, um, the story of how my uncle was a wrestler and he wore a mask and he was known as the Iron Man according to my, my dad and my aunt. But then there's also something on, uh, that I found on a wrestling message board once that uh, he wrestled under you know a mask by the name of the Russian, he was a Russian assassin and I looked up the Russian assassin masked wrestlers and none of them were my uncle's name so I don't know what to believe Um, but it's pretty interesting still waiting on some wrestling historian to come in and say hey I knew your uncle and that would be fucking awesome but until that day comes, we shall see. More to come on that. I've actually mentioned this on a previous episode a long time ago. I don't remember the episode number, but um, but yeah. So anyway, my top five favorite masked wrestlers. Um, now, I also did... Okay. I could have did, like, Kane, Mantine, Vader. I could have said those guys. But I didn't because... Eventually, they took off their mask. And 
I don't know what they, you know, you, you know what they looked like under the mask. Now, granted, you knew what Tanya looked like before, and you knew, like, man, you, I mean, it's, it, most of these guys are luchadors, okay, on this list. Um, in fact, they all are, pretty much. But there's only one person who, yes, he's took his mask off. Well, I don't want to give anything away. I probably just did, but you'll see. So anyway, number five, and I kind of cheated a little bit because this is a tie, uh, the Lucha Brothers. I couldn't decide which one to add, so I added them both. Um, big fan of theirs. Great wrestling action. I love uh, Pent- Penta's, you know, mask. He did the Joker toss play once. He did, uh, did he do a Mortal Kombat one? Did he? Or am I... Shit, I can't remember. I know the Georgia one for sure. I can't remember if he did a Mortal Kombat one or not. What was the other one he did? Damn it. Either way, he's got some badass uh, maths and and I love the wrestling action. Um, I love it when Ray doesn't fucking break his, nearly break his damn arm on tables. Holy Jesus. Um, but surprisingly, he didn't break anything, which still amazes me. But, um, but yeah, Lucha Brothers are two guys who are my, you know, favorite wrestlers who, you know, wear the mask. Number four, and this is a throwback, La Parker. Why? Because he's La Parker. I mean, come on. The chairman of WCW, if you will. Uh, and I remember, you know, playing selecting him a couple times in, in the WCW revenge game. You know, he would come out with a chair and uh just what a fun uh what a fun gimmick. Um looked like his you know body looked like a skeleton mask looked like a stall uh very cool I'm I was trying to think I know someone in WCW Pretended to be La Parker once and beat a certain someone who was like a big name. Can't remember. Was it was it Diamond Dallas? Did Diamond Dallas Page dress up as La Parker? Who was La Parker? What was it Jericho? It was someone. I know it was someone. I can't remember who though. Um if you know, leave leave me a message or shoot me a tweet or something. Um I'm trying to think of who it was that, you know, went under the Leparto mask and uh, to, 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 it was to uh, continue the feud with whoever they were feuding with at the time. I can't remember. I, I want to say it was DDP, but I just can't remember. But yeah, Parker loved his, uh, loved his image. Number three, Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon loved his masks, loved his gear, loved his wrestling ability, loved that Dragon Sleeper, baby. Hell of a submission. Uh, loved all the times he came out with Sonny Ono and he had all his titles. Um, great. Badass. He was another favorite uh, selection from both 
Revenge and World Tour um, for the 64 games. I always enjoyed uh, picking him as a character. Absolutely loved him. Number two, the legendary Jushin Thunder Lighter. I mean, the badass mask of his and the outfits that he wore. Really cool. The matches he had with the lights of Brian Pillman and, you know, other guys from New Japan. His feud with Suzuki. Oh, man. Just, just, uh, hell of an athlete. Hell of a wrestler. Hell of a career at, like, 50-some years he retired. 50-plus years uh, he retired. Um, incredible athlete. Uh, but my number one favorite masked wrestler, if you haven't figured it out by now, Booyaka Booyaka 619 Rey Mysterio. The masks, the costumes, the outfit, the deer he would wear. Man, my favorite all time of his is the Phantom that he wore at Halloween Havoc 97 against Eddie Guerrero. Uh, but my God, talked about, you know, toyetic, if you will. Um, did I, I don't know if I mentioned who this was from. I think I mentioned who this was from. Uh, this was from someone in that major wrestling figure podcast group, Dave Tigerman Smith. If I didn't say that, uh, uh, before I apologize, but thank you for this uh category because there's a lot of great mass wrestlers. But I, if I had to pick just five, I think I did pretty well with the five that I picked. Um, so thank you. All right, up next, guys, main topic. Did I ever say? Holy shit. Now that I think about it, did I ever say what the main topic was for today's episode? I mean, clearly you'll see it in the in the title of the episode, but holy shit. What is wrong with me? I'd have to go back and listen to that if I did or not. Uh if I you know what, if I didn't up next the main topic of discussion. Create a match. I'm pretty sure I had to have. I know I talked about it. I had to have. Yes, I did. Now that I remember. Okay. I'm not going crazy. Guys, it is really late. We gotta power through. Uh, let's go. Alright, so I thought for today's topic, we'd have a fun, uh, do something fun and different. Like I said, season two, trying to, uh, trying to change it up things up here a bit, made things more fun, talked about have more fun topics instead of the usual recap this or interview that or you know, just just, just something fun, you know, I, I think I've been nailing them out of the park these last few episodes uh, with the, the, the deep dive, the FitFed personal deep dive and then the previous recap before that was the the, the, the controversial uh, fantasy booking, ultimate oil rumble. 
so yeah, this week I decided to to look to you, the listener, come up with some uh, match types that never were done before. Uh, I asked you if you can create either a new match type or tweak a current one. What would it be, and how would it work? Um, so I'm gonna do my ideas first, and then I'm gonna go to the ones I got from the listeners. And um, again, not many people chimed in, but that's okay. Just means it's a shorter episode. That's all. But um, no, but for the okay, I'll say it for the two that did. Uh, thank you. But the one guy, you know, the two of them between the two of them, one gentleman who's very well known on the show uh, chimed in a lot. And I gotta say, I, the descriptions he gave, I mean, he was very, very detailed. And a lot of these really were very creative. Like, someone should fucking give this man a job as a, as a booker. Because, <laughs> holy shit, the matches he gave, or the, on the creative team. This man, this, the matches he came up with were incredible. Um, as were the other gentlemen's too, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Right now, here's some of my ideas. <clears throat> First, we have a simple three falls to all match. So, something my brother and I did back in our family room fed days. <laughs> Uh, the Wild Wrestling Federation, if you will, which, by the way, sometime this year, I, I, I swear, we will, we will get a Wild Wrestling Federation episode because with me, my brother, and Chris, and if Chris doesn't want to participate, then me and my brother, but because... Technically, it is the it it is the twenty fifth anniversary. It would have been the twenty fifth anniversary of the Wild Wrestling Federation as of June this year. So we definitely got get something going for the twenty fifth anniversary of what was the Wild Wrestling Federation. Um, but anyway, we did this match where. I mean, the object is simple. The first one to win three falls wins. Right? Simple enough. So the maximum number of falls depends on how many people are in the match. So if it was one-on-one, the maximum number of falls you have is, is five. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, why not call it a three-out-of-five match? Because I don't want to. Three falls to all sounds cooler. So, because it also, it also, like I said, depends. Like, uh, if it's three guys, let's see, let's say each one wins a fall, alternate, one, two, three, one, two, three, and then the seventh fall, whoever wins the seventh fall wins. You know what I mean? So that's three out of seven. Best of 
Three false all sounds better. It's easy. <laughs> so, anyway, um, don't even get me started with a four four way. Jesus. But um, so yeah, just you you know, one step uh, better than two out of three falls. Um, so if you listen to the FitFed Deep Dive episode, you might have heard me talk about a caged ladder match. I truly think this idea would work in an actual, uh, you know, event. The caged ladder match. Two men locked inside a cage. They pull a rope. Uh, one of the four ropes that are, you know, attached to the cage that when you pull them, raise the ladder up um, and over the cage. There's one ladder for each side of the cage, so there's four total. And then basically it's a ladder match uh, for the title and or other item. Um, you just go up and uh, get the ladder, but you're inside the cage. Um, so... It even adds that, so there's, there shouldn't be any interference. You know, that's what the cage is for, supposedly. Um, I love around the holidays when they have, like, themed matches. You know, like uh, the trick or treat strike. Trick or treat street fight. Or like the uh, Miracle on 34th Street fight. Or I just. Um, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I just, I just love that kind of concept. What I come up with was coal on a pole. You take a batted coal. You, you put it on a pole, and the first one to grab the bat of pole can use it on their opponent, beat themselves with it. <laughs> Simple enough, right? Troll on a pole. It rhymes, too. Surprised this hasn't happened yet. Um, King of the Mountain. Now, I know there is a King of the Mountain match in TNA, but this one's a little bit different. This isn't a ladder match with the penalty box. This is a little bit different. Yeah, now, hear me out. Remember American Gladiators? You know the show, you know that event, the pyramid? So think about that. Think about American Gladiator pyramid event. So you got two guys. They start at the bottom and race up a pyramid-type structure only to be met by two opposing defenders. So let's say... One guy is facing his opponent's defender and the other guy is facing the other opponent's defender. You know what I mean? Um, at the top of the mountain, in quotes, is a title belt. It's a defender's job to keep them from reaching the title. Whichever person passes the opponent's defender and grabs the title wins the match. So it's time to light a ladder match but you're on like this big mountain structure type thing or pyramid structure type thing. And it's basically uh, two individual one-on-one -on -one matches um, for a title, basically. 
Orly, another item. Um, you know. And then the last one I came up with is a pretty interesting one, actually. It's called the Trapdoor Match. So think of a Stafford match, right? So you, you got this. Uh, think, of, think of a Stafford match with a Trapdoor. There's uh, two guys square off in this squared structure that's like high above the ring. And uh, below them is a trapdoor. And then on one side of the structure, there's a mechanism that controls the trapdoor, the activator, if you will. Uh, there are two ways to win. Either the first person who makes it to the trapdoor activator and uh, at they made it to that, yeah. Makes it to the trap door activator first and pushes it, sending the opponent free falling down through a bunch of tables below. Or simply win it like a regular match and then get the opportunity to automatically push the activator. However, this is also a race against the clock. If neither person wins by pinfall submission or race to the activator, by the time the clock runs out, the trap door will automatically open and both men free fall to the tables blow and dusty finish. Nobody wins. And, and uh, so now those were my suggestions. Let's read some of uh, our listeners suggestions. And again, these are pretty damn good, but we'll start off with, Joey Hudson. Uh, where's the screen cap? Hold on. It's here somewhere. There we go. Okay. Joey Hudson. Uh, you know the triple threat? Final four-way six-pack challenge? You know those type of matches? How about a 24-pack challenge? 24 guys in the ring at the same time. No turnout. No DQ. First pinfall submission wins. Interesting. I like it. Would like it even better if maybe it was for like the 24-7 title. Get it? 24 bat, 24-7. No? Yes, no, maybe so. I don't know. But uh that should also be like the uh the hardcore invitational from WrestleMania 2000. Anyway. And then money in the bank, but the whole roster is eligible. So just like 40 guys or girls all going for the briefcase. And then he mentioned something about he lived, uh, you know, the, the, the pandemic one with the, at the office. And to be honest with you, I actually liked that one when they fought in at the WWE uh, headquarters. That was pretty unique and different and cool. Um, I wish they'd do that more. But... Um, But yeah, I mean, you had the fucking forty-way ladder match. That's kind of just—that's wild. But uh, so then, you know, friend of the show and friend in real life, one Eric Dresner. Now, he, like I said, listed a lot of them, and this is what I'm saying when he's—he should be signed. So the first one he suggested. 
is called the Mega Bowl. Okay. So this is going to be... So, it's another variation of the Battle Bowl. It involves 100 wrestlers split into... Split into 50 in two rings. Uh, now, the Battle Bowl... So, basically, it's the Battle Bowl... Battle Royal, I think he's talking about. The only way to be eliminated is to be thrown over the ropes, no matter how or where you hit. Where, whether it's the apron, floor, or barricade, but I think he meant like ramp. Uh, you are eliminated. When 25 wrestlers are left in each ring, stage two begins. The second stage is when all 50 wrestlers get into one ring and there is no elimination. Wait, what? There is no elimination. Oh, after a five-minute period, the match turns into a battle royal where elimination is gained by throwing your opponent over the ropes and to the floor. When five re- when five wrestlers remain, this should be a whole fucking pay-per-view. When five wrestlers remain, stage three begins. This third stage is then turns into a five-way match where pinfall and submission will eliminate an opponent. When two wrestlers are left, Jesus, the match turns into a last match standing where KO is lethal. Oh, wow. So we went from 100 to 50, 25 to 5 to, to 2 to 1. Whew. The Mega Ball. Seriously, that, to be a fall. That, that, that itself should be a whole pay-per-view. Uh, that was pretty cool. And now, and then... Similar to my cage ladder match, but this is a ladder and cage tag team match. This is pretty cool. I like this idea a lot. Here, here's how it works. It would between okay, it would be between two tag teams. One partner from each side starts in the ring, and then their partners are each slot inside a shot cage at ringside. Two keys will be hanging above the ring. Each key unlocks one of the cages. The idea is for the first two competitors to fight, try to retrieve a ladder from the, under the ring. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, okay. My bad. I was thinking this is a cage match, but it's 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 not. It's a ladder. I get it. It's a ladder and cage. I, I get it. I get it. They're not wrestling inside a cage. The cage is the shot cage. I, I, okay. So, yeah. So, anyways, two cages will be hanging above the ring. Each key unlocks one of the cages. That that makes more sense. So, the idea is to, for the first two competitors to fight, try to retrieve the ladder from under the ring. That's how they do it because they're not in a cage. And uh, grab a key. They can use the they can then use the key to unlock the shot cage their partner is in. Once someone rescues their partner, then it can be a two-on-one attack until the other participant can climb the ladder, retrieve the key, and unlock their partner's cage, evening up the odds. Then it would be revert to a tornado tad match until a pinfall or a submission occurs. Uh, and he also says. The thing is with this too, is that the advantage is weighed heavily in the whoever unlocks their partner first. 
as it is a lot harder to for the second person to climb a ladder and retrieve the tea when they now have two people to tip uh, the ladder over. This makes total sense. It really is hard. It, it really is a numbers game. Also, an added complication would be that no one knows what key unlocks which cage. So you could climb the ladder, get the key, and try to unlock the cage only to find that the key doesn't work because it's for the other cage. This is incredible. <laughs> you, you now have to climb the ladder again to get the other key while keeping the original key you grabbed out of the clutches of the opponent. Grez, you're a fucking genius. <laughs> I swear to God. That is awesome. That is amazing. This popped me so much. And I, we went from that to, to this one, which confuses the shit out of me. But here we go. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. This is a good idea, too, but it's very confusing to me. You'll have to explain it more to me. <clears throat> Weapon scavenger hunt match. The basic premise is this. Somewhere in the arena, is, somewhere in the area is a weapon hidden. It can be a chair or whatever. The rules of the match are simple. There are no countouts, and whoever finds the weapon and gets their hands on it first is allowed to use it without being disqualified. However, all, all other weapons will be banned. If the person who doesn't pick up... Shit, I lost it. Hold on. If the... Wait... Okay, if the person who doesn't pick up the weapon first uses, uh, first uses it, or any other weapon, then he will be disqualified. Uh, he says, "I think this should be interesting because the fighting can take place virtually anywhere, since the wrestlers won't know where the weapon is. So first, fans will be wondering who will get their hands on the weapon." And then they will wonder how the other wrestler is going to escape their predicament. So the thing of it is, is pinfalls must place and pinfalls must take place inside the ring. So if the guys don't know what weapon they're looking for, I don't get it. Like they gotta know what weapon they're looking for, right? So if they if they know what weapon they're looking for, though, why would they use other weapons and not this? So this one, okay, you had a really good one, and then this one, actually, out of all of them that you gave me, this one was a little bit confusing to me, a little bit, bub. Um. Uh, yeah, but it, it's still a good. Concept, interesting concept, rather, but I just it's very confusing. Um, I think he had one more. Ah, yes, Bid City Knights match. Bid City, Bid City Knights. Oh, wait, <laughs> sorry, Bid, Bid City. I saw the Bid City and I immediately thought of the Scorpion song. But it's Bid City Lights match. Not Knights, Lights. 
Huh. Oh, this is also a good one, too. All four tornadoes have a lighting system on top of them. One blue and one red, meaning you have to climb, uh, I would imagine, the turnbuckle or whatever, as opposed to climb to turn them on. The red light is for the opponent in the red corner, while the blue light is for the opponent in the blue corner. Well, obviously. Winners decided when all four of their lights are turned on and an opponent Oh, when all four of the lights are turned on. However, an uh, opponent can turn on the other opponent's lights off. Wait. An opponent. Well, okay. Hold on. The winner is decided when all four of the lights are turned on, and then he, he comma, an opponent can turn the other opponent's lights off. I guess that would make it hard to... Yeah, okay, that made sense. That does make sense. So that's a great... Uh, guys, those are great match types. Um, I really... Uh, I really like that. Uh, this was a fun... This was a fun uh, topic. I wish... Like I said, I wish more people got involved. But that is Okay. Like I said, it just made for a shorter episode, which is fine with me, because I really need sleep. It's late. Uh, but thank you to Joey Hudson and Eric Resner for sending those suggestions in, and I hope you guys have, uh, enjoyed my suggestions. Um, I tried to think of some more, but I, I, my brain was fried at the moment, so I couldn't think of any more. Well, of course, I made it right before I went on air, too. I didn't... Uh... Oh, I mean, I had some previously to that. But, like, stuff like the uh, the trapdoor and the period, the, the King of the Mountain one I just thought of tonight before recording. So, but the other three I suggested um, were... I had in mind already. So, yeah. Let's uh, now close out the show with a three count Q&A. The three count Q&A is a segment where I answer three different questions from three different listeners or sometimes three different questions from the same listener. It all depends on who sends in the questions. The three counts. Why? Oh, sorry. Three count Q&A. Uh, once again, I went to the Facebook page and I shared it with the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast group. And these are the questions. Oh my God! I just realized something. Holy shit! Two straight episodes in a row. Where is that song? Because we definitely need. That song. 
any minute. Holy crap. <laughs> For two straight episodes in a row, we have three different questions from three different listeners for this segment. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Okay, that's enough of that. Guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so first question comes from, once again, he's all over this episode, Eric Wesner. Okay, so technically this was, he did ask this question last episode, but I, I picked uh, his other one instead. Um, and I know it's, uh, it's past already, but I just wanted to, Answer it anyway. Who is your favorite WWF slash WCW woman in honor of Valentine's Day? So obviously my favorite female wrestler, which is technically already been answered on the show before. In fact, I'm pretty sure it wasn't answered in a over the top segment, which I'm pretty sure was one of Vez's as well, but that's okay. Uh easy answer for me. Because it's the same one in both companies. Alondra Blaze slash Medusa. All-time favorite female wrestler, trailblazer, you name it. Hell, in my fit fed, she was married to Shawn Michaels. It was a whole thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, been Alondra Blaze fan, been Medusa, Miss, Miss, Missy Elliott, was, how do you say the name? Been Medusa fan. <laughs> Let's put it in that. And, uh, yeah, that's, I loved in the WWF magazine when Sean had that advice to the loved one. I loved, that's how I shipped them because she, she added her knowledge to that advice to the loved one column in the WWF magazine, Alonzo Blaze and Shawn Michaels, and they were bitter back and forth. That's how I made them a married couple. <laughs> But, uh, in my fit fed, but no, honestly, it's just, I mean, yeah, she was a hell of a athlete, former cruiserweight champion, former, um, former WAF women's champion. So why not? You know, I'm pretty WCW women's champion as well. Right. Those, they had a women's division, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, so yeah, there's that answer. And next up, apologies if I say your name wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's John Swallow, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, I, uh, I know the MWO guys, uh, have messed up your name before, so I hope, uh, not to do the same. Um, he likes, you said you like booking scenarios. Was the recent 
Roller coaster for the WWE title changing hands. A good or bad move for the title and wrestlers involved. Well, this was a interesting one, and I picked it because, well, number one, it was the only other question that was asked besides the third question, and uh, no, I, I, uh, I would say. But I get what they wanted to do with the whole bot versus Reigns for title for title. I just, I don't know. Like, why did they have to have Biddy lose to Brock? Why couldn't, why couldn't Brock pin anyone else in that match that he was in at, at, at year one or day one or whatever the hell it called was? Pay-per-view was day one. It was day one. But um wait, no. I'm sorry. He didn't win. He won the Vumble. I'm talking about no. Wait. That's right. Okay. He won the Vumble. No. Back up. He did beat Biddy in that day one match. And then he lost at the Vumble to Bobby Lashley. And then Bobby Lashley lost it at the Elimination Chamber. Basically because he's injured. But I... I'm not a fan of the whole hot potato with the WWE title scenario. So no, I don't think it was a good thing involved. Um, to be honest with you, I wanted a longer Biddy run. I really did. I'm not going to lie. Biggie, I think, deserved a longer run. But then again, so did Kofi. And to have both Kofi's and Biggie's reign end by Brock, I think there's a slap in the face to them both, to be honest with you. Um, and that's why I really wasn't looking forward to the Brock and uh, Lashley match at Rumble. And I was, I'm not, I don't know. Like I said, I have a bad feeling about this. Like, ah, I, the only outcome I see in this is Roman winning. But if Brock wins, I mean, that he ends the reign of Reigns, which has been a pretty damn good run, you know, on one hand. So, which makes it feel like that has to be the only outcome. Because if you give it, if Reigns wins, then you just move into WWE title again. In like two months. So, not to, you know, uh, yeah. So, it's a bad move. Uh, in my opinion, um, I don't like it. <laughs> I I do, however, like you know going to AEW. I I like their the way they have their title runs very lengthy, long term storytelling. I I do appreciate that. Um, 
which begs the question, will Adam Cole beat Hangman Adam Page at Revolution? I don't see that happening. And this is just my own question. This is another this isn't another question, but this is just my own, you know, I don't see that happening. Um and I see Rain, I see Hangman uh retaining. All right. And the last question. Once again, Joey Hudson, what's your early predictions for the WrestleMania card? Well, Joseph, can I tell you, Joseph? It's hard. <laughs> To make predictions for WrestleMania card when I don't really follow the product anymore. But, but I kind of do. I just, on YouTube, I just YouTube it and read about it. I don't, like, watch. I I, I, I read about it. That's, <laughs> that's. That's going to pop someone in Joliet, Illinois. Uh, but uh, if he listens. But regardless. Um, no. I, I Let's let's do it. Because I, I, I did do a fantasy book. None of it came true last year. But that's okay. Uh, WrestleMania. I want to see what's on the card already. I mean, I know about Roman and... Uh, but let me see here. That's many 38. So, yeah, we have Roman and excuse me, Roman against Bot, title for title. We have Charlotte Flair defending the women's title, SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey. We have Betty Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. We have apparently Dominic. We have Ray and we have the Mysterios against Logan Paul and the Miz. Um, that's only four matches. This is two nights. Let's book something else. Who is the Tad? Oh yeah, Alpha Academy. So Alpha Academy is obviously going to. I think I heard my parents. My parents still watch. That's what's wild is my mom who again didn't used to like wrestling before now watches wrestling it's 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 amazing well wwe she just watches wwe she doesn't watch AEW. but um she's telling me that they was doing like a, a triple threat match i think for a three-way tag team match for either the title or the, maybe a number one contendership i'm not 100 sure but um But let's see here. No, they don't say. So let me think. Okay, so Edge, I did see that Edge wants to fight someone. And what's interesting is he did mention the word phenomenal in his uh, promo. So that only gives me the impression that we might have Edge 
versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania, which actually does sound like the banger of a match. I'm not going to lie. So that could be a possibility. Um, eventually, ev- I mean, this has got to be what it's been leading to. As, mu- as, as entertaining as they are together, eventually they got to lead up to Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle. I just, I'm sorry. They, they don't have to break up RK Bro. Um, I would imagine. Because, you know, Orton is Orton. Never trust the Viper. But I think that'll be a hell of a match as well. The biggest rumor so far is Kevin Owens. Against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, because he's saying he doesn't like beer, he doesn't like Texas, it's got to lead to, if it leads to that, that is, that is, one, that is wild. I, I just can't put anything else into words. And then... I'm pretty sure we're somehow going to get for the Intercontinental title even. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Don't get me wrong. Sami Zayn, he's he's good. He's great. Just Kind of worried about him being in this IC title match with Knoxville. Do I think Knoxville's going to go over? Absolutely not. But this is the WWE. It's Vince McMahon. He probably don't remember the David Arquette fiasco with WCW. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't see it happening. I um, And if it does... It'll be the biggest upset in WrestleMania history. Um, but I, I, I really just don't see it happening. But I can see, oh God, I can see Nakamura interfere. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Um, Obviously, they might do something with the Usos and the, the Viking Raiders at WrestleMania um, for the tag titles. Alpha Academy, maybe, wait, wait, no Alpha Academies, because New Day's on SmackDown, and Biggie's on Raw, Biggie needs a dot, damn it, Biggie needs a match, why do I have a feeling it's going to be some dance like almost, which, don't do me wrong, too, I wish he got his match with Dolberg, damn it, BD. You know, I mean, shit, man. Oh, God. I almost fell, dropped the mic. Um, does he have the women's match covered? Actually, you don't have the women's match covered. Why isn't Liv Morgan in a damn match? Shit. Put us in someone. Um, I mean, I'm sure they don't have the Battle Royals. So, 
Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I will watch WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania and because I I just let I let like I said on MWO, I want to like the product. I want to like WWE. It's just kinda hard to watch at times. But again, if you like it, then by all means, love what you love. Guys, I might as well just stay up all night and just sleep in the damn car on the way to Fort Myers, but I am done. We are out of time. Thank you again for the thousand plus plays for all listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening wherever you're listening from. Thank you for staying with us the past. Going to be 30 episodes coming up. I can't wait. And then after that, we're going to do a blood trip recap. I can't wait. And then after that, most likely a WrestleMania recap. And then after that, who knows? Who knows? Possibilities are endless. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jeff Manalia. Keep spreading the happiness. And you know what time it is. John Oliva, take us out. Fans, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HappyFanPod. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. And be sure to subscribe and listen to us on various platforms that can all be found on the Aintra app. Until next time, I'm Jeff Manalia. John Oliva, take us out! Rock and roll is like fighting in the rain We got together to do our thing